2: Players step your game up, don't be sluggish or lazy. Or Jimmy J might hit you with a shaky
0: baby. Catch him on YouTube or any podcast platform. Breaking all the news
2: down like Shaq does the backboards. No hot takes, this is where the hottest debate's at. Now kick your feet up, cause it's time for straight facts.
1: What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Straight Facts, a sports show that educates and entertains my guys as always, Jake Galley, Kyle Sarek, and Stat Robinson. Welcome back, Jake, to the show in person. Because uh last <laughs> week he was dealing with the with the devil, and that is car trouble. So I'm glad he I'm glad he beat it. Tell us how you, how how did you beat that man? What's I, going on?
0: Well, okay, so the bumper was just straight up hanging off. Uh so I really had to get crafty mm-hmm. with some duct tape. Uh finally got I mean, obviously I'm never here in from the person who did it ever again, I I think I know who it you is. Tried
1: your little, little you, you know, your little scare tactics There may on still the car. be some
0: chess moves left <laughs> left to be played. Uh, we'll see where it goes. But I'm glad to be
1: here. Yeah, good man. Good to be back. Good to be back. Well, I mean, we we got to put a lot of people on bust alert. That we coming out hot in this episode because now we're we're two weeks in the NFL season, about to be into week three, and and pictures are starting to form, right? Stuff's starting to get shaky, baby. Like so, oh, really? we got to put some people on bust alert. So. That's what we're doing right now to start the episode. Any rookies, highly hyped in fantasy or second-year players, anybody like that who you think coming into their second, third year, what have you, it has the potential to fall off. We're going to start with you, Jake. We're so I about.
0: actually feel bad now because I, we, when we were putting this script together, this injury had not came across, but Miami – our guy Tua. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out here white knighting uh, for he, Tua too. Uh-oh. When we I was like, "No, you can't trade for Deshaun Watson. Let me tell you
1: what. They might have probably should have traded for Deshaun Watson if that." They, they might still. They might now. Uh,
0: you're you're totally right about that. I mean, like it's definitely a bad break with the injury, but he's definitely in at least in week 1. We didn't get to see a lot of him in week 2. <laughs> in week 1, he did not look good. He no. looked like the same Tua that uh kind of struggled to move the ball a little bit, so I would be putting him on, like, alert. When he comes back, the clock is way ticking on
1: him. Well, what, what if he doesn't come back? What if what if Jacoby Brissett actually, you know, plays like a starting-level quarterback again? What do you do? What if what if Jacoby Brissett in these three to four games goes undefeated or a 2-1, 3-1 and, one, three and one or something like that when Tua comes back? What I mean, do you do it. On? They've already kind of shown,
2: like, the playbook for that with Fitzpatrick, right? Hey, yeah. Hey, hey. I mean, Fitzpatrick was playing well, though, and they pulled him. I feel like Tua just might be Tua's job uh, again.
3: Where you think they, ja- their next three games are tough, though? What are the next three? Vegas, Indy. Indy's iffy, but and then Tampa.
1: Jacoby playing Tampa's an L, but <laughs> but Jacoby playing his old team is interesting. There's a storyline that just blossomed out of nowhere. I don't know. Every time I see Jacoby Brissett come in and, and take over for someone, he succeeds. When he those two one or two games he played as a starting quarterback in New England, he won those. When he had to take over for Andrew Luck on a short notice, he played well, got himself a contract and was a starting quarterback in Indy for a little bit. So, like, Jacoby has the, the opportunity to, to come in and fill a void with to his absence. That's also what, what kind of plays into the bust alert for me. Because, like, this could be the second time you come out and then the, your replacement quarterback does well. Like, there's that common denominator, right?
0: For sure. And, like, look at what Teddy Bridgewater is doing this year. Right. Like, Jacoby Brissett could come right in. Like, we didn't think that. And we'll talk about this, too, later. I thought that Denver was going to be a train wreck this year. And they're 2-0. And, oh. and Teddy what? Bridgewater has looked awesome. Right. Um, I think Jacoby Brissett for,
3: like, you know,
0: if Teddy Bridgewater could do it, essentially.
3: Here Jacoby there's... Brissett's last full season stats. Uh, 18 touchdowns, 6 picks, 15 games started, uh, 88 rating. Right already. So, like, so, hey,
1: man.
0: Tua did that? Two is in trouble. If that keeps up and they're winning, especially if they're winning games, which ultimately is, like, kind of a, in my opinion, not, like, as tied to quarterback success as I think many people correlate it to be, but yeah. like if they start winning some games and that offense it's looks not a as good it's or like better, that. yeah, it's not a coincidence. It might be trouble. And for You Tura. hit it
2: on the head too because last year I got so the Dolphins were a good team last year, but that was a surprise. Right, we right, right, got right. the job. They won some games. It's win now, now mm-hmm. this season. It's win now. So if Jacoby Brissett gets. You know, is the one that can get that job? Yeah, so what looks like this?
1: If he is winning games, you got to go with who's winning
2: games. Here I like that t- bust alert. It, that that didn't come right to my head, but I like that one. Year on two, alert. Here you got one more for me mm-hmm. on a bust alert. Uh, really quick is uh, Antonio
0: Gibson?
1: He's been fine. I don't like. That. I don't get that one.
0: Though. Well, he's just been. I mean, he was supposed. To, I was reading articles like, "We're going to use him like Christian McCaffrey." It's what Ron Rivera yeah. was saying. Don't set
1: him up for failure now. <laughs> I mean, he can do it. Give him the ball. He hasn't.
0: Like
2: I, I don't know. Is this like, not the whole Washington team currently? All right. I, is that, that why he's on, he's the, on bustle but he's on bust Just like that is their like whole thing with Gibson and their defense, and their defense isn't outperforming. They don't yeah. look like this top three unit. You know, going into the season, everyone was overhyping on their own agree, team was. Besides Terry McLaurin, I don't see much from this team right now that all these expectations on. him.
0: Yeah, and like like I said, like it really hasn't been like the end of the world. He's been so bad. It's just in a lot of fantasy leagues he's drafted in like. Late first, depending on how many people are in your league, we're like early second, mid-second. like That's supposed to be a top five running back, yeah, top yeah. ten, top eight running back. like And he has not been that. The Washington offensive looks scary. No Fitzpatrick. He's on bust alert for me.
1: Taylor, Taylor Heineke. Who knows, man? I like Taylor he's Heineke. A, he's bro. excited. <laughs> we he's said this excited. last week.
2: I like Taylor Heineke.
1: Right. I mean, he gave me way too big of a scare in the playoffs last year. Taylor Heineke should not have had me sweating like that yeah. in a wild card round. They Kyle. should be 0-2, though. Kyle, you got some
2: busts? Yeah, I mean, the first one, this is the clear bust alert after what we saw on Sunday. That's Zach Wilson. Shit. I mean, major. Major. We um, all thought, I think we were all in agreement that Justin Fields should have went higher. Mm-hmm. Some of us thought Trey Lance should have went higher. Um, I was on the Trey Lance field. I forget who was where. But this man threw four picks in one game. And you know what the best stat I and saw? Looked terrible. And just to looked even, terrible. like, reassure, like, how bad is four picks? He was not under pressure for one of those picks. He That's did, scary. There was no pressure for any of. So them. it's a so, straight bad decision. I mean, it, you know, he's a second overall pick, starting 0 two. Of course, the Jets are supposed to be bad, but he's not supposed to be bad, and he's not supposed to be that bad. Mm. I'm not going to judge a rookie quarterback like for if, their career after you, two games, but he's on bust alert. For yeah, story. he's on bust
1: if alert. If you
3: watch his mistakes versus other rookies, other rookie quarterbacks and past mistakes, it's jarring. It's like this guy doesn't know how to. He's scared and everything. Yeah. Seeing ghosts. Like, Seeing Ghost, <laughs> See ghosts. They there, there, them there. There's other rookie quarterbacks who are just adjusting to the game mm. and, like, throwing bad picks but just, like, a learning experience. Mm-hmm. This is just shucking it up out of nowhere. Uh, Jameis, before a classic
0: vintage yeah. uh, Jameis. But, like, I will say, I really like Joe Douglas. I think he's a pretty good football mind. He was uh, part of the front office that built the Eagles championship team. He has pedigree. But they auto-picked Zach Wilson. Yeah, it was it like a snap. Yeah, like, no doubt. Uh, we don't even need to do any further. Yeah. research. Zach Wilson. Like, if this continues, like, again, it's been two games. They're the Jets. Let's give them some time. We saw how, you know, Sam, the, 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 the Panthers, he looks way better on the Panthers. Right, right, Sam Darnold. But the front office there might be in some it trouble. There
1: might be some trouble. Yeah. But that was that was going to be my point, is how, how much can we actually evaluate this on Zach Wilson and not the organization that he's on? Because you you just said it. Sam Darnold looks like a completely different quarterback now, like a completely different quarterback away from that system. I get it. Zach Wilson doesn't have Adam GaSe, so maybe it's not as bad. But mm-hmm. it, like, is, is some of it just him being on the Jets? But I did watch. I did watch the one interception. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's actually like a TikTok of like these these ten year old kids oh, breaking it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. But they are right. Like for as much chaos as going around Zach Wilson in this clip, it is like a clean pocket. Like like Matt said, there's no pressure around him. And I think he just has too much of an internal clock. That like when he hits three or four seconds, he gets real antsy, and he's got to just put the ball's just got to go out somewhere. Yeah. And he threw it into like just complete traffic, and he got picked off.
0: I mean, when you're playing at BYU, and then you come to uh, as Urban says now everyone's Alabama that you're playing that's every week. So, that's so crazy. That he then said you, that. it's definitely a little bit of a wake up call. He, <laughs> he lost. Uh, give him some credit, or I guess some slack rather. He did lose his star left tackle. Uh, and Beckton oh, yeah. then went yep. down to a knee injury or leg injury, and uh, so that's going to be tough for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I also
2: see that Kyle, you have a correlated yeah, bust alert. I here. do have a correlated. Just you say the Jets, man. Just say the whole team about about the front office, and so we're going to stick with the Jets, and that's mm-hmm. Denzel Mims, their second round pick, their second pick of the entire draft last year. Wow. Is one of twelve wide receivers picked in the first two rounds, and he's the only one that hasn't shown any life yet Mm. he didn't even play last week he was a healthy scratch he only played three snaps week one and then if even if you look guys after him quentin seafist kj osborne darnell mooney gabriel davis devin duvernay three of these guys had a touchdown last week right so Mm. i mean they're on definitely high alert what and this will correlate with what you said about their front office one out of their nine draft picks from last year looks like they can be a starter for the franchise to come, and that's Makai back Yeah. And that is it. Go down the list on their entire draft last year. They're in trouble. Yeah, man. And Denzel Mims, I I don't know if he was good. I don't know what happened. I don't know why he's not playing, why he's a healthy scratch, because that's not a hard wide receiver locker room to break into. <laughs> not at I all. Mean, he, it's him. Keelan Cole is like their number three, and right. I, I get it. Keelan Cole's been around, but a healthy scratch for a year two second round pick is a tough look for the Jets. So Denzel Mims on. Since
3: twenty seventeen, they've been the worst franchise in football. They have tied for the worst record in football since twenty seventeen. With their, I'm surprised uh, they're tied. With, the, with
2: the team that shares their state. I was about Giants. Who thought Mark Sanchez would be their bright spot of the decade?
0: Right. Him, him yeah. and Chad Pennington are the two like. <laughs> Shining examples of success.
1: Never
3: good. Favre was good for like half a year before he hit the shoulder. I mean,
1: <laughs> it's tough when you look at Denzel Mims. I, do, do I have some sympathy because his quarterback is also playing so badly? Yes, but the healthy scratches is what's making me my scratch bug. my head. Yeah, He doesn't
2: even understand. look like he's going to be a part of this roster this year, and that was your second pick. Like, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside got more snaps, and You're we right. know that was a bust. <laughs> y'all We're looking yeah. at the Denzel man. I next. think he's decent on special teams. Yeah,
1: no. he, <laughs> he makes some plays there.
3: Um, I, uh, I, another healthy scratch that I view as a bust is, I hate to say this, but my boy Cleveland Farrell mm. out of Clemson. Third overall pick in the 2019 draft. Healthy scratch uh, on uh, Sunday against the Steelers. Mm, <laughs> so no it's... He was drafted too high when he was drafted and he was drafted too high. And I think the expectation just got him. He's a guy, I swear, if he went like 20th, he'd just be like a solid lineman, decent, like eight sacks a year. And But he, I think he got caught up in the pressure of being the third overall pick, trying to be like a J.J. Watt or a Miles Garrett. And he's just never been that. And... It's I think if maybe he gets to start on another team with low expectations, he can maybe salvage like a Chris Long type career. There you go. And, and
1: before you before you go to your next one, because your next one is the big one. Yeah. Before you go to your next one, like that's the common theme with all these guys. Maybe not Antonio Gibson, but all these guys, it's like pressure. Like that's that's. Are they playing badly? Yes, but are, I think they're playing so badly relative to the bar everyone has them set at in their mind. Like you're so, you're falling so far under what we expected that it's it's mind boggling. You're, you're a bust. If the bar is lower and you're still under it, then it's like a you're just underperforming a little bit. They're, they're, you're, yeah. you're a rookie. You're a second year. You're coming along, but I expect you up here from the jump. And none of these guys
3: are third year you that. is supposed to be a breakout.
2: Yeah, sure. yeah. I, I feel like There's... this might be the one where we can actually call just bust. Maybe not bust alert. I feel like the first four bust alert, but the Cleveland Feral might just be a bust. It might just be point. a bust at this point. Right? Yeah. Like
1: you might be able to call it so early.
2: This next one's more fantasy than reality. Yeah, drop the hammer on you
3: it, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, got Got to do it. You got to do it. A, so, lot of, a lot of y'all don't want to hear that, but you got to yeah. do it. Sa- Saquon Barkley is not a top ten running back anymore. I wasn't going to go there. Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. Saquon Barkley in his last fifteen games. So that's a that's a full season sample size. on 3.8 yards per carry.
0: Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that he's on the tide for the worst football team yeah, over the with past Yeah, one of years? the
3: worst off at the line, too. His rookie year, they were trash, and he averaged five.
0: Fair. Also, could, uh, my counter to that would be that he is a rookie. There's maybe not as much tape out there on him. I don't know how much of that matters, he, he,
2: but he is – Running back tape matter. Right?
3: <laughs> you fill the <laughs> he's, holes he's, where the running back he's, goes. He, he's a guy – top ten – Top, he's not a top ten fantasy back anymore. I should say fantasy back, fantasy back, fantasy back. I'll give you because you can't. One, the Giants are going to be losing every game, so they're not going to be running the ball a lot. Fact. Two, every time a team goes against the Giants, they're going to be worried about Saquon not Daniel not James. in a box. Yeah, facts. So, so if you drafted Saquon early, which a lot of people did, I think I think you got to fool someone into a trade right now.
1: Well, here's and yeah. what's funny about that in both of my leagues, I had, like, the seventh and the eighth pick. He went right before me in both leagues. And I knew going in, like, he's going to fall. Don't take him. Don't take him. But it's different when Saquon is actually there for you at pick seven, pick eight. And I know the people before me probably said the same thing. Don't take him if he's there. Everyone else passing him. And then he does drop to seven. You're like, ah, but he's Saquon. So, like, I I understand why a lot of people took him. But I I also agree with you that it's just – Everything considered, he also doesn't, just to me, just doesn't look 100%. He doesn't. He doesn't look 100%. No, a so, like, it's just a big part of it just screams, this well, is a down year, he'll get back next year.
0: Just to, i uh, defending Saquon here a little bit, because uh, I think he gets a little bit of a tough rap coming off of a pretty bad injury. The first week, he only gets 48% of the snaps. He's only out there for 29 plays, right? So, I would throw week one out of the way. And I'm not trying to negate, you know, the 15-game sample size is significant, but, like, If I'm choosing a running back, even in his own division that I'm overreacting to, where I think would be on bust alert this year, it would be Zeke Elliott before I'm saying Saquon Barkley. I mean, maybe both can be true. He's not written down
2: here for us. And you picked Antonio Gibson. And you did pick Antonio. And There's I, I had have the other one. You know and, and you have the other one. You know what? going to say
1: Miles. Just go four for four. Miles Sanders actually. I was <laughs> he looking up to
2: that one. He
0: is the soul out. He is like the. He leads the league in broken tackles so far this he year. Looks good this year. He does so, and that's a lot.
2: Thanks. That's to, enough.
1: That's enough to fend him off from a bust alert. Is that he leads the league in
2: broken tackles? Yeah, he's look good. He's look good. Just, just to put it in the perspective. Daniel Jones has more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley this year. Good. And it's not. Yeah, that's tough. And it's not. <laughs> not, you a not very close. And I know Daniel Jones broke that like sixty yarder. The but, sh- it, but, but, but it's but not Saquon had a forty-one it's yarder. Not so it's not very great. close. So that put you on this bus alert list, no doubt. Daniel Daniel Jones, the
3: everything man, that was the, said, the be man with the fastest alert. speed in the NFL last year. Too funny. Yeah, that's.
1: He ran too, so fast
3: he tripped. I was about to say too too fast for himself. Literally good, so. too fast for his own good.
1: Literally. <laughs> I want to circle back really quick to the Zeke Elliott point. That's a nice little. That's a nice little debate we can get in real quick. Because one, I think you have a disdain for Zeke Elliott and the Cowboys. Naturally, but there's, but there's also a and disdain. It's the Giants, yeah. There's also a disdain for the Both Giants, of them. so it's not it's not too much. Um, who are you taking? Who's who's? Oh, put it this way. Let me ask this question: Who's higher like potential for a bust? Is it Saquon or Zeke Elliott? Saquon.
0: See, in my opinion, it's Zeke only because if he gets injured, if he starts playing, I mean, he they say he's important to the offense. Like he's not getting all like the stats, oh, but he's still important. I don't really buy
1: that. Smith,
0: there, there's no Tony Pollard
2: on the New York Giants. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, true. The thing is, but Zeke's already kind of proved himself. Saquon, working back from injury, really has improved himself in the league. Nah. Good rookie year. His but,
1: rookie year. So just I, let him I know. think he's, he's a guy. more
2: bustler, but I actually think Zeke looks great this year. Uh, I'm assuming he dropped pounds. He just looks really skinny. He looks faster. And I know Pollard looks great, but there's nothing wrong with having two good running backs on your team, right? Last year, Zeke, like, I think Zeke's looks Zeke looks solid this 15 year. 15
3: games, did not hit 1,000 yards. Yeah, he's, and he's... And now, I mean, that's why he, everyone yeah, was
2: calling him into question. In the yeah, F- he had, well, he had fumble issues and stuff, but if he patches some of that up, I mean, I, I actually like how Zeke looks a lot this year, and if they can find a run game, we know what their pass game looks like, the Cowboys could be very good.
1: All right, man, so we got a couple of people here, some surprising, some not surprising that we'd have put on bust alert, um, and like, for all intents and purposes, we, we, we reserve the right to be wrong, but y'all know, we just, we just, we say what the facts tell us, so... We got Zach Wilson, Denzel Mims, Cleveland Farrell, Saquon Barkley, Tua, and Antonio Gibson rounding out the bustler. And let us
0: know in the comments, by the way, who you think the biggest bust of the year, who has the biggest bust uh, on their list. Uh, please say it's me. I'll be able to hold that over James.
2: Yeah, let's,
1: <laughs> let them know. On to the facts straight at you. We're moving on to to now from. from people that are not looking so good now the teams are looking really good and that's all the 2 and 0 teams in the NFL every team in the 2019 and 2020 season that started 2 and 0 made the playoffs and now we're going to go around and see which teams of the of the 2 and 0 teams this year are least likely to continue that trend Vegas Denver Tampa Bay Carolina San Francisco the Los Angeles Rams and Arizona are all 2 and 0 so Kyle who's least likely to continue the trend to make it to the playoffs
2: yeah and before we get negative about teams i want to say that all these teams look good not like not a single one of these. They're teams on this bad. list for a yeah. good reason. Yeah, yeah. but the you one know. that's you know maybe not on for the best reason, and you know probably is going to miss the playoffs, and is going to be my pick is going to be the Carolina Panthers. I mean, they've played two games, both at home, both against bad teams, the Jets and the Saints. I think the Saints proved themselves to be a bad team. Week one was a fluke. We can throw that out the window. And I, I mean, it, it's tough for me with the Panthers because you know Tampa's is going to win a division. Three of the teams that are two and zero right now are from the NFC West, and by the way, <laughs> just, and by the way, division. Seattle should be if yeah, they didn't yeah. let yeah, Perry yeah, yeah, Perry yeah. get three touchdowns at the end of, or in the second half. Yeah. So I mean, that's two wild card spots at least, maybe three. You're fighting for that last wild card spot, and I think there's just better teams out there. And Carolina's schedule gets a lot tougher. Mm. We know that. I mean, they've won one division game against the Saints. That's good, but it gets a lot tougher. So I, I think. They are probably the only team on here that won't make the playoffs. I think it's tough having, you know, two more AFC teams. One of them might miss. I, I believe in both of those teams, though. And if you look at the big boards, we'll talk about them. But yeah, I have yeah. both of them in the playoffs. I'm going to stick to that. And they have the lowest odds right now on DraftKings of any of these 2-0 and teams. They're the only team that is more favored to not make the playoffs than make it currently. So I'm, I'm going to roll with the Panthers on this.
3: Carolina looks like the easy answer. From everything, they have Sam Darnold as their quarterback. Yeah, that's, like one. that's one. That's like one. That's yeah. <laughs> one.
1: But on paper, you're right, though. That's one on paper. Um,
3: they're against a division where they're in a division where the Saints went 12 and four last year, um, and have the best record in the NFL since 2017, and the Super Bowl champions. Yeah, the Super Bowl. The world. And, cha- the
1: world champions in that division.
3: Yes, sir. And they're the Carolina Panthers. But <laughs> as we as, as I'm going to look at my favorite little stat. DVOA. It is! It's appeared. The, the, the season two appearance of DVOA, we've been waiting for it. After two weeks, the Carolina Panthers ranked number one in the NFL in DVOA. Mm-hmm. Actually, all the top six in DVOA are all two and those teams, which actually is mm. interesting. Um, and it's like, oh, it's fluke, it's only two games. They played really well against the Saints and the Jets, and the Jets stink. But here's the thing. Of the last twenty-two teams that had a DVOA of over 40%, which is what the Panthers have, that were in the bottom half of DVOA the previous year. So they stunk this previous year, DVOA. Then after two games, they are above 40%. 16 of them finished with a winning record. So there's – How a, many teams? 22. Uh,
2: Look, I think it's going to say a <laughs> 16 this year. They've
0: got the magic <laughs> man at coach, too, if you remember. Yeah. Matt Rule – I think they set the record. The year that they beat uh, Penn State, played Notre Dame. Uh, it was like 2016 or something. He set the record for most covers against the spread when you look at the betting angle. So uh,
1: oh, that's why he's the magic man.
0: Well, he's over. He's exceeding expectations. Right, is, right. is the point? Vegas sets the line at what their model thinks, uh, depending on all the stats should be, and he's able to. I mean, whatever it is, out game plan inspire his players.
1: Yeah, he two programs to around. go
0: above the bar. Right. Exactly. So, and I think that. Now it's not a program, it's mm-hmm. franchise, but he's number three, yeah, yeah. kind of doing the same thing here uh, in Carolina. I like Carolina a lot this year. Yeah.
3: And their defense has only allowed two touchdowns all season. Right, right. Their, ranked number, their defense is by far their best feature so far. They're actually 15th in offense, first in defense for DVOA. And I think they've got this ragtag ability – if I'm being honest, I pick them to miss the playoffs, but they're gonna annoy a lot of teams. I was about to say one. It was very confusing
1: because, by the way, you were talking about they're the best team in the league, but yes. I, I I kind of agree. I just don't think the Panthers have longevity. It's a it's a now a 17 game season. not a, yeah. a long season. And yes, two and gets get you out to a little jump start, but you got to be able to do this for 17 weeks, and you're not gonna play the well, Jets and a, a same team the Texans
3: It might be three
1: and with We're no tie rods, so they, they might be three and and0 But you you don't. I keep saying that you don't get that every week and watch they they play. You know they put the Jaguars. NFL the is a somewhere. fickle
0: beast. Yeah, it yes. is on a on a
3: week
1: to week basis. But for for what it is worth, I like the new Sam Darnold. Christian McCaffrey once now it looks like the best back in the league again to me. Just the, at least the most versatile between running and catching the football. Yeah.
2: We've um, known that he just, so he's an astronaut. he always happy. has been.
1: yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I don't I don't fault you for for not being high on them, Kyle. Um,
2: yeah, I mean. There's a and lot of things I like. I do to, think Darnold's playing better. They get to play the
3: NFC East.
1: Yeah, it's just a couple wins, man. Shit. They got <laughs> three out of
3: four against the NFC East, plus the Texans that already puts them at six wins. Uh, they it, it might they can
2: lose tomorrow night. They could. They, they could. could definitely. They haven't, gone, they haven't gone away yet. I mean, I, if Tyrod Taylor was there, I would actually like maybe like the Texans tomorrow. Texans would be I would like the Texans if Tyrod it, was Without there. Tyrod, it's tough. Now, but, Davis Mills, who knows? We mm-hmm. don't have tape on him. Maybe he goes out and he's a baller. It is important to note.
0: We're two games into the season, guys. Exactly. We but are two it, games
2: in. But this is as far as
0: what we do. Of course. No. It's, it's it's make stupid. a mountain out of molehill, man. I'm, I'm okay still making Miller. Yeah. Of fun. course. <laughs> absolutely. And it's funny that you mentioned you think they're going to go 3-0 and because the team that I, after you know, we were putting the script together, I'm like, I chose the Broncos. Because uh, just like we all expected, the Broncos uh, and the Raiders would be at the top of the division and the Chiefs and Chargers would be at the bottom, right? That's
1: how, how it's expected. supposed
0: to be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We totally different, didn't think anything different. But- um, I also think the Broncos play the Jets, as we talked about, uh, are on their team is on bust really, their front office, the players. So that could really be a 3-0 uh, start for them, which would be incredible, considering Teddy Bridgewater being the quarterback. As we spoke about earlier, I did not foresee this. But when you look at the numbers, they have been a very good passing game uh, team. Even without Jerry Judy, they mm-hmm. have been great in the passing game. Some of the numbers, Teddy Bridgewater is second in completion percentage, Second in QBR, has not thrown a single interception in the two games. And then when you look at the offense and passing game as a whole, Denver's fourth in intended air yards. So when they're throwing it, how far is it going? And then their second in pocket time.
3: So bringing like, back his old nickname of Teddy Roosevelt from his Louisville days. Teddy
1: Roosevelt. That's right. No
3: way. I've and never
2: heard that. You, everyone name.
3: knows him as Teddy Gloves, but back in his Teddy Louisville days, Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt.
2: That's the best nickname we've ever heard This is why
0: we, by the way, folks, this is why we have Matt on the show. <laughs> you
2: know, He's amazing. got one in,
0: in the chamber at all times. <laughs> um, but when you start to put all of this data together, you kind of get the picture. Uh, they have been way, way, way above expectation uh, or expected Uh, I guess, proficiency in the passing game. They also are utilizing those two running backs that they have um, in play action attempts. Now, all of what I have said has been good about them. And so you might wonder why I'm picking them to miss the playoffs. The reason being, the back half, after game three of their schedule, is just brutal. They play the Chargers and the Chiefs twice. I believe they uh, play... They play the Pittsburgh division, so they're getting Pittsburgh. They're getting the Browns, who are better than them. I think what I saw, they probably won't be favored in a game after week three until week 14. And then after week 14, they have the Chargers and the Chiefs again after that. So the AFC is wide open, but I don't think it's the Broncos who are going to do it this year. No, I think they're going to fall off. I just uh, feel it. Regression's uh, coming.
1: I feel it too. And you talked about, you know, a, a lot of these teams who are one quarterback away from from imploding. Like if, if Teddy goes down, I mean, Teddy, he's had injuries. If Teddy goes down, you're right back to the exact same team that you've had for the past couple of years. That went absolutely nowhere with Drew Lyons.
0: That's about to turn into a ghoulish offense. Yeah, wait, 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 wait,
1: absolutely a oh snail God. snail's paced offense. So you never want to like project injury as the reason a team starts to fall off, but they legitimately are. Either Teddy declining in play or Teddy falling off. Like let's remember, Teddy's start with the Panthers last year was really was mighty fine too. Like everyone was like, "Oh, Teddy's going to lead them to the playoffs." And then
2: what? five and zero with the Saints the year before. You know what I mean? And then Brees' absence.
1: So so Teddy started hot, and I, I have yet to see. It. I got to see a full season before I buy into it.
0: Yeah, and I think something else, uh, just really quick, that teams are going to start to utilize uh, against them, especially the teams in their division, uh, is that. The reason they have all those intended air yards is they're getting pressured a lot. And um, I think with play action, they are second in play action attempts, as I had mentioned. They're able to kind of uh, push off or or divert some of that pressure. So as teams adjust and start to kind of uh, maybe trick, try try and lure Teddy into some downfield throws, that's when the interceptions start coming and then... uh, that's when the regression that we talked about starts to hit.
3: Yeah, it's I, got, I got one a little out of left field, and that's the San Francisco 49 Not go. out of left field at all. There not we out of go. left field. That's that's what field. I've been saying. I, left I actually I, – no, no. I actually agree with it. There we go. Continue. I, if you compare them to like Vegas and Carolina and Denver, it's like 49ers. But – I don't care what Jamie G's stats say. I just looked him up. They're, like, very good. I don't buy it. Where the facts lie, right? Where the, where where the facts lie. 111.4 passer rating. What? He, he was On, like, six
1: pass attempts a game, though.
3: 55 passes, 39-55. Uh, he was missing throws all over the place against the Eagles. He yeah, he's on 111. They should have
2: lost to the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. And they're not yeah, getting it. That, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna keep the so. Eagles out of this. They, thank you. Would they would they have, have lost to 25 different teams on yeah. Sunday if they played like that. Please don't start. The
3: Eagles. <laughs> <to>. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, so the Eagles did not play great, and they still should have won that game. Yeah. Like it's not like it's people like when I at the Eagles like oh they they took the uh, NFC contender to like the wires is like I watched that game it was like two mediocre teams kind no. of and like the the inexperienced team threw up on themselves and lost <laughs> and and the 49ers i think they're good but you look at their upcoming schedule it's brutal packers seattle arizona green bay chicago arizona and then the Rams. it's a division division. plus green bay and that's just oh they're they're gonna get beat up by their division They'll go 9-8 and eight and miss the playoffs. The, if,
1: the minute they
3: decide to put Trey Lance in this whole thing, this whole thing changes for me. It, they, we talk
1: about how sluggish – and look at the statues right off for Jimmy G and how, the, how their offense doesn't look good. Their offense has the ability to turn up if they put Trey Lance in. As long as Jimmy G's there, I, I got him slated for your division like your big boards, Kyle. And I, I got him missing the playoffs too.
0: Uh, it, it, this is just – where I draw the line is – since they're already out to this 2-0 and start, um, so just to go back, throw a stat in there, since 2007, teams that start 2-0 and make the playoffs only 54% of the time. And, Matt, I know you had brought up a stat in the group chat about, I think it was the last two years, 2-0 and teams have yeah, all made the playoffs. Exactly, yeah, right, yeah. So I think that there's, you know, as you get a bigger sample size, now granted there's an extra wild card spot. But with San Francisco, you have a very high floor. You mentioned Jimmy G right now, his stats say that, that he's good. If those start to go downhill, you can change up the look of your offense and add a spark with Trey Lance. You have a defensive line that is deep, an offensive line that is very strong as well. Your skill positions. Uh, they were down to like their, I think their second or third running back, Elijah Mitchell, guy out of nowhere, is giving them touches. You've
2: got. But now Sermon and Hasty got hurt. True, I mean, uh, true. But uh,
0: I just think that, and, and that's that they already have sustained significant injuries, you know. and they still are in a decent spot as long as Mitchell can stay healthy. So. I, I just think they have a very high floor. Does that mean they're going to make the playoffs? I don't know.
1: I mean, they have they have bright spots on their team. I just have them in in comparison to the rest of their division. You put them in another division, they, they probably make the playoffs easily. Just in comparison to their division, I just – I got to go with the eye test here. They, they, to me, I'm with you, Kyle. Like, they just don't look as strong They as, almost
3: choked away that game against the Lions. Yeah, you
1: – you want? Let's talk about it. Like they really did. They probably should have lost that game. You like were talking about a team throwing up on themselves. The story se-
3: of started the season was back to back one score wins against teams that finished five and eleven and 4-11 and one.
1: Counterpoint:
0: Great teams win close games.
1: Counterpoint, great teams
3: are in close games with bad teams. Counterpoint. <laughs> the I mean,
2: Detroit game was not close. They were, yeah, they were close up like 20-something. Yeah, they they Detroit at the ball at 20-yard line down eight with like 20 seconds to go. But, yeah. it, but it wasn't close until the 49ers let it be close.
0: Never let the facts get in the way of a good story, Kyle. That's <laughs> counterpoint number two.
2: <laughs> that's not, true. I'm, I hear you guys. I'll let you have that one. That's I true. Know.
1: That's true. Enough of the facts for a little bit because it's time to go to one of our favorite places. It's time to go to Fantasyland. Yes, sir. All right, so we go to Fantasyland, and we're going to talk about we kind of we kind of been in Fantasyland a little bit. We talked about fantasy at the opening uh, segment with the bus, but over performers through two weeks. So the opposite of bustlers, people we surprised are popping off like this. Yep. And the first one I see, and I and I know it from personal pain because I played on this past week of fantasy. Hmm. Still got the dub, but played them. He did a number. Cooper Cup, man. Yep. What, 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 and it's funny. I say, where did that come from? It shouldn't be a surprise to a lot of people because when this man is healthy, when he's a, healthy, problem. a problem. He's yeah. an absolute problem. Number one ranked wide receiver right now in fantasy, hundred plus yards and TDs in both weeks. Despite the Rams being twenty seventh in the league in pass attempts, that means they they all go into that man yeah. right there, stealing all the shine away from Robert Woods. But Co- Cooper Cup man, yo, he snapped. It.
2: He's playing great. I, he's got to be due to regress, right? Cooper Cup's not going to be the number one statistical. If he wide receiver stays healthy, the the he always does this. when he stays healthy, I, I still think Robert Woods is the better receiver on that team, and I think at some point Robert Woods is going to cut into that production. Even if you don't agree, he's not the best receiver on right, that right, team. Right, right, right. He's going to cut into that production. So it's, I don't think he's overperforming. I but I think he might have just had you know his best week, most certainly this past week, mm-hmm. and a top five week of his season in week one. So I, I think obviously fantasy wise, you start this guy every week, but. Don't expect him to be wide receiver one at the end of the season. I don't
1: expect him to be wide receiver one on the Rams.
2: You agree with? I, that? Mean, no, I no, mean, I mean, no, wide I, receiver I, one out of everyone. Like I think he. Team. I mean, he's got the head start on Robert Woods. Right? We'll see what happens. Well, like what
0: I how I view it, maybe, and I do expect like you have to expect they're going to shade coverage cups way an event, and that will open up avenues for Woods to be successful. There are other receivers, running a- backs, a- whatever. It is. Starting slow. I mean, yeah. there's Ma- a lot of room. McVeigh is. An offensive genius, and I think that he's showing that with Stafford in the fold. And the way I look at it, maybe Robert Woods will cut into the production. But in the same way that, like, Travis Kelsey cuts into Tyree Hill's production, and they're still both, like, auto-start, like, top five at their
2: position nah. type guys.
1: If, uh-huh. if, it's a big if. Who not auto-start between Travis Kelsey and, and Tyree No, Hill? no,
2: I'm saying that. One, their quarterback is way better than Patrick Mahomes, and two, both of those guys are better than Cup and Woods are.
1: They
0: might, he might be
1: better, but like it's, he,
0: it's he all thinks, a matter. He
2: thinks the Rams are the NFC Chiefs, though. That's we right. You
1: weren't. That. That's right. You weren't here to defend that take. You weren't <laughs> here. You weren't here to face that <laughs> take no, in person.
2: I do agree with you. They could both be I, I, very successful together.
0: I really like Cup this year for a multitude
3: of reasons. He's uh, obviously on your fantasy. Uh, team.
0: Number one, being he's on
2: my <laughs> <bench>. He's Obviously <laughs> on your fantasy
3: team. <laughs> for me, his guards are great. Um, touchdowns are never reliable, and he has three touchdowns through two games. He's not going to have thirty touchdowns. Right, right, right. He's going to finish around like eleven, twelve, thirteen touchdowns. But
1: he, but he is now in a revamped offense. Like he is not like. Maybe it's not. A, maybe it's not a surprise. Maybe this isn't a flash in the pan. Maybe this is just a indication that he is in a revamped offense. They are twenty seventh in the league in pass
3: attempts. If he finishes, very much surprised. He won't him. finish top five wide receiver, but he might finish top ten.
2: I agree. We'll take
1: it. We're As a fantasy corners. owner, I will take it. Yeah. Stamp it. The next one, overperformer through 2 weeks. Danny Dimes. In it, I'll be at a loss. And I and and I'll be at a loss if Darius Slayton doesn't drop what was obviously the easiest pass a, a pass attempt, pass catch attempt I've ever seen. No. Daniel Jones gets that win.
2: And a bad, I think, personally, it's a little debatable. It was a bad call for the the, offside on the missed field goal. Then they got to reattempt it, and they won the game.
1: They should have. They put it this way. They should have won that game. That was a tough break for the Giants not to win that game. And it's rare that you see Daniel Jones be the best player on the field for the Giants. Damn near for both teams, but 100% the Giants. And he's he's doing that through through two games. Number five ranked QB in fantasy had only rostered in 17% of leagues. Like, is he worth picking up at this point? Like if, if Daniel Jones is down there on waivers and you need a QB too, are you going to snag him?
0: Uh you're you're essentially making a bet against um the perceived regression that he's going to have. Like, you know, oh, he's been really well. He's been playing really well. I'm gonna pick him up. I think that he's this is his new norm. So that's that's like what you're looking at. Like, do you believe this is Daniel Jones' new norm. If not, you're going to be buying him at his highest. Granted, if he's on the waiver wire, it's not like that much that you're losing by buying him. Yeah. But I just don't know. I mean, it, it could be like a week-by-week week thing. I might, depending on my situation, if my second QB is kind of like a fluctuating thing, I might bring a guy in um, we, on a week-to-week basis that has a good matchup, depending on the league. If it's 12-people league, you're probably not doing that. I'm Ten looking person. at
3: my own fantasies, like free agent QBs, Goff. And Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr are all available. Yeah, even, grab that,
1: yeah, I'm don't not think even about thinking that if I'm choosing. You better, you Daniel might want to go
3: grab Derek Carr right now. I'm, I'm about
1: to say Derek, <laughs> yeah, Clark, if Derek Carr is sitting there. Too too there too yeah, too
3: you might want to go, go grab. Him if he's sitting there. I, I like was. my QBs. I got Lamar Jackson and Stafford. Solid.
2: Solid. I yeah, only have are. one in both leagues. You I have Allen and Jackson in both leagues. I'm like, yeah, if they get hurt, I'll find someone else. this is Daniel Jones. He is 100 percent overperforming, and no, he's not worth picking up. Now I see the aspect of the Giants are going to be losing a lot of games, so get a lot more pass attempts compared to other quarterbacks. But the issue with I with Daniel Jones right now and why he's been so good fantasy wise and something that won't hold up is almost half of his fantasy points are coming on the ground right now. Yeah, forty six percent of his fantasy points come from rushing. To put that into perspective, Lamar Jackson's at fifty six percent. Yes. You know, you expect that, but you buy that on Lamar Jackson because he's going to get 15 carries a game sometimes. Daniel he's James at 1,000
3: yards a pass season seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. So that
2: you can count on that. And Jalen Hurts is at 40%. And I put Jalen Hurts in here is because Jalen Hurts is valued in fantasy because he can run and pass. You know you're going to get the things out of Jalen Hurts. But he is getting less rushing than Daniel Jones. And you can't tell me that at the end of the year, Daniel Jones is either going to be close to Jalen Hurts in terms of fantasy points they've gotten on the ground. So he is due to regress. His passing has not been good. Um, he has a little rapport with Sterling Shepard, but it's not getting many passing touchdowns. Even passing yards are low. I think it's going to regress not worth picking up.
1: You, I mean, you say you don't expect for the rushing yards to continue. Daniel Jones runs the ball. Like, he's not afraid to go and get to his legs. And look, he had a, a huge rush last year that he fell on his face inside the 10th. He had another big rush, you know, last week. Like he has shown the ability, he's to break, yeah,
2: to break these runs. And, and he's an the, athlete, but he's not going to do it.
1: The, his very his very first game against the Buccaneers two three years ago. He to win the game, he scrambled up the middle for a thirty yard rush, and, and that was the first time where I was like, oh, he can actually run, like, but. Maybe you're right a little bit, but I also think I – wouldn't, I wouldn't expect that number to go down catastrophically. Like, he does run the ball, and it might do I some think, fantasy
2: points. I, well, so I think you can compare him more to a Josh Allen. I was just about okay, to bring okay, him okay. up. But you don't pick Josh Allen in fantasy because of his rushing ability. That's a little bonus, right? Lamar Jackson, rushing ability. Jalen Hurts, we know he's not the arm talent, but you know you can get those extra points. Josh Allen, you're taking because he has one, arguably – I don't think so, but people think the best wide receiver in football, he was the best last year, Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. And two, because he has an amazing passing talent and scores a lot of passing touchdowns. You don't get that in Daniel Jones.
1: Yeah, I agree. Here's here's why I'm not high on Daniel Jones. One, you can't fool me. <laughs> okay. I know. I know who you are. I know what team you play for. You can't fool me. Two, people are still – teams are still keying on Saquon Barkley. They're still saying – Daniel Jones beat us. Now, to his credit, he's damn near doing it. But they're still saying, now, we view Saquon as a bigger threat. One of two things happen, and they're both bad. Either either they continue to say Saquon beat us and leave the field open for Daniel Jones, and like Daniel Jones has to keep up this level of play, which I don't see. Or some teams realize, hey, Saquon's not that electrifying this year. He's not that man to beat us. We can now, you know, take some out of the box. Maybe bring an extra defensive back and go into a nickel look. And now there's less throwing lanes for Daniel Jones, which is more likely, and even more likely that he doesn't succeed when that happens. I don't want to talk down on the brother like he's not playing two good weeks. Like, I want to, I want to give him his his just. He's doing. on here because he's he on is. here. He's on here because of that. Let's let's not just run, you know, run past that. But you can't fool me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you can't fool me.
0: Uh, here's here's the last thing I'll say on the matter uh, in defense of him and. Going forward, we talked about regression. Uh, to hit big, whether it's betting, fantasy, you know, to, to find a diamond in the rough, sometimes you're going to have to get a little dirty. You're going hey to now. get a no little mud on you, and, hey and sometimes you're not going to find a diamond. But you have to take those shots, and when you look at the weapons that he has, I think they're a little underrated. You have yeah. Kenny Galladay, Sterling yeah. Shepard, Kadarius Toney, if he ever rounds into form, even though he hasn't looked very good. You have Evan Engram when he comes back, Saquon Barkley. Yeah. like That is Easily if you if you if I'm someone who believes Daniel Jones can be Josh Allen, can be someone who is a, a top fifteen, top ten quarterback in this league, yeah, he's worth picking up then with all that considered. But I, I like you said, I'm not fooled. I'm gonna wait until
1: they play some more people. You can't you can't fool me. I would pick it up as a QB two. But he's not he's no. not I was like <laughs>
2: <laughs> I pick him as QB twos. Mm-hmm. I just don't pick up Q B twos. Right. Yeah.
1: i w I've actually thought about that strategy. If they, you're in a if you're things. in a ten no
2: point to. If you're in a ten team league,
3: and every team has two QBs. That means you think he's a top twenty QB. He's not a top twenty QB. That's tough.
2: That's tough. But you don't even in that scenario though. You have so much of leverage to have an extra bench spot. That's a wide receiver, or running back. Don't even have the second. Yeah. It makes sense. And you yeah. said
1: like if someone's there. If someone gets hurt, someone doesn't bench. There's replay. always someone. There's a QB. James
2: Winston will be there. I mean, hey, you know, he hey, this, hey, I don't hey, know now. if you want him. Hey, no, hey, no,
1: <laughs> hey, QB there. All right, let's run through these last two pretty quick. Hollywood Brown. Yeah. And and a team that don't pass the ball off in Hollywood Brown is is, is doing his thing. You yeah. know the fantasy team, ain't he? He's not. I'm ready to poo poo
0: him though. So <laughs> You're you ready to, uh...
1: okay, okay. Well, let me get the good stuff out yeah, first. Ahead, is on the, he's on the overachiever list. Number eight wide receiver ranked in fantasy right now with eighteen plus fantasy points in both weeks. Only the only the twenty sixth most targeted receiver in the league. Only six reception in each game. So is that a is that a trade him now because it's yeah. coming down? That's why it's scary. Is, is That's why it's scary. Yeah.
0: I would say Lamar Jackson is kind of solidifying who he is in this league, which is a very good player, still still a winning player. but there's some definite insufficiencies in the passing game. Uh, Hollywood has performed very well. One of the big point getters in fantasy was when he caught a jump pass, came back for the ball, turned around, and ran outran everyone. It's just not, like, a repeatable it sort of it, it was sick, though. It, 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 yeah, was, it was, was very slick. sick. 18-plus in, in both weeks now. That's fair. And, and he's, on, he's on an offense that, like, if he is going to be the guy, for instance, the guy in the passing game last year was Mark Andrews, who has not been the case this year. Yeah, tell me about it. If Marquise Brown is now the guy in the passing attack, yeah, he could have a big year. But I, I, it just worries me about, like, the comeback from this is you're going to start him. And they're going to pound the rock like forty-five times, and and yep. run play action and hit uh, Mark Andrews with like ten targets, and then Marquise Brown is is left out to dry.
1: But so. it's it's high risk, high reward. Would I trade him? No. Would he be my top one of my top two wide receivers? Probably not, because Marquise Brown is, is has home run hitting potential every single time. You talked about it. The play action that the Ravens run at something is going to be able. They're going to take their shot. And it's it's pretty much a 50/50 shot is if this ball lands complete to Marquise Brown or not. If it does, you got one of those plays that that he's gets on. you 25 he's 30 on. points.
3: The, the Ravens under Lamar Jackson have not had a wide receiver have an 800-yard season.
1: Cuz that's not the, that's not the no, offense. So so if
3: you're just talking about Marquise Brown. Yeah, that's true. It's not the offense. he's not going to he's not going to have 1000 yards. But he
1: but he can get a spot on my roster. He's not one of my top 2, but he no, can yeah. get a if spot you, on my if roster. values
3: high you can trade him for more than what that,
2: That's where I see it. I like, and I mean, this is not how fantasy teams look besides, you know, the best or second best team in a league, but I like to be able to be confident every week in my starters. And I know Marquise Brown's probably fallen to your flex area, but I wouldn't like starting Marquise Brown. It's someone I don't want to start. We saw it Mm -hmm. last year after a great year, two years ago, he was a great fantasy option. Then he had, you know, bad end to the season, did nothing last year. Mark Andrews is clearly their number one pass catcher. I mean, he only has... Six catches in each game. In the first game, it was only six targets. He caught all six of them. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And now you have Sammy Watkins at him to the mix. Now you have Rashad Bateman coming back from injury at some point, who's going to be another pass catcher for them. I don't think the volume is there for him. Just the amount of opportunities just isn't there, and I'd rather go somewhere else. So I think you try to trade him right now. 18-plus fantasy points, he might do that two more times this season. I think you're stretching it if you go towards three or four. So, I think you'd look to trade him right now. Brandon Cooks,
0: the same, like carbon copy everything we just said for Brandon Cooks. Get If you have him, trade him yep. now.
1: That actually very surprises me that Brandon Cooks is even out there. He's that snapping. He's production. been
2: snapping. Like, but it's a There's one yeah, more but it's there, Texans.
1: But so. it's Texans now. Now the, the only quarterback that knows him is is gone. That's yeah. that's There's go.
2: another wide receiver. I can't pull it though. But I would even look to trade like a Sterling Shepherd right now, who's on my bench and I'm actively trying to trade. <laughs> if you and Carlos
1: League make an offer, man, <laughs> 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 just put it out there. No, 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 no. don't
2: watch this. Yeah, he, you he don't actively,
1: know. It. He showed your hand a little His bit. His not going to go down. He said, he's yeah,
0: actively Sterling trying separating. to trade. We're in the spin zone, Great, yeah, throw, great him, throw him
1: an RB three or something. Really quick before we move on to the countdown in the end of the episode, we're gonna go through. One more, Tony Pollard. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about him a little bit with maybe a little bit of, of Zeke declining. Tony Pollard had a breakout week his last week. Fifth most fantasy points in week two, 10th best uh, on the season. Um, 13 attempts, 109 yards, and a TD. Three catches for 31 yards. Really quick, what do you do with Tony Pollard? Start, bench, cut. What do you do? Uh, if In fantasy, you probably want to look to trade him. I
0: mean, like, I would probably target the owner of Ezekiel Elliott. And because uh, he's uh, that person will view him the highest, in my opinion. They have the most to gain. Look, in terms of real-life football, Tony Pollard is the future of the Dallas Cowboys he's backfield. Good. Yeah, yeah, he's Zeke good. should move to like a Mike Allstock fullback that you give the ball a little bit to. <laughs> put that weight back on. And, put the yeah, weight back yeah. on
1: because he is a good pass blocker. Oh, like, man. they could have something there. It's a very interesting situation. And not, Nothing wrong with a two-running two, two running back tandem, yeah. man. Ain't nothing wrong with Real that.
2: quick, I think you have to keep Tony Pollard in Fantasy League's running back here really tough to come by this year. More than usual. More than usual. It's insane. I look on my waiver wire in a 12-man league, and Cordell Patterson just got picked up, and he was probably the best one I could have looked at. Also coming off of a great week who I never want to start. I think you keep Pollard. He only played 34% of snaps last week, so he played 71. But I think that's shifting very quickly, so you might want to keep him.
1: Yeah, I'm looking for a running back anywhere. On one league, I had Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. absolutely
3: hurting. Absolutely hurting.
1: Matt, what do you do with Tony Pollard, real quick?
3: Uh as a fantasy player, he's gonna go down. His always gonna go down. Yeah. He's right. not gonna outperform, even come close he won't, to outperforming Zero. Outperform like but he will he
1: relative to expectations, him. he trade might him.
3: outperform. You've
1: got to I would I would keep him, but you know, he might have some value to trade too. Yeah, Maybe. it depends on who you have on your roster.
0: We'll we'll put this on social since we're two for two right now. Two keep, two trade. I'm interested to see what people say because, personally, I, to me, he's just a handcuff and, at this point, nothing more for Zeke. We'll see if that
1: changes. We'll see. Y'all let us know what you're doing with Tony Pollard. You're keeping him, We trading him. All right.
2: Well, we will move on to the countdown like we always do, and we'll start with number five.
1: Number five, through five games, Liverpool and Chelsea have the exact same results. They have won three. They have won 3-0, then 2-0, then a 1-1 draw against each other, and then two more 3-0 wins. Explain it's gotta be you, right? Explain why, yeah, right? Excuse me. First
3: game of the season, they both won exact same score. Second game, they both won by the exact same score. Then they play each other, they draw. Then yeah. The next two games, exact same score they have. So they're both tied from the top of the league with the exact same goals and goal difference. And Chelsea's ahead of Liverpool based on alphabetical order. Wow. Okay, that that's that's significant. So in what, six, seven months there should be a really interesting uh you
1: know, race over there in the Premier League.
0: Uh really quick before we move on from soccer, I learned something. Tottenham has never won Premier League titles. Is that true, Matt?
3: They haven't won a Premier League's only been around since 92, 93. Their last title was 61.
0: Yeah, that blows my mind. I learned that the other day, and I've been looking for
3: an avenue to They like, have a couple of Champions Leagues now. No, they right. don't. They've they got, have have, they have, they have, they got nothing. I mean, like that is Eagles insane. Before 2017, they're always in the mix, but couldn't win. I was about to say, they're
1: always in the mix.
3: They've never got relegated? Uh, I'm sure they've not, like – not in, like, recent history. That's crazy.
1: That is crazy. Uh, Juventus jersey. I just wanted to point that out.
3: We're talking soccer. Pull, they're 0-4 for the first time, like, <laughs> since, like, World War Two.
2: Jesus. 0-4. Oh we'll move to number four. That's not our one. But we got number four. What is it, Jake?
0: The Yankees are currently in fourth
2: place in the AL East
0: with an 85-67 and 67 record. For reference, if they were in the NL East... They would be in first place by four and a half games. That's
1: sickening.
0: And you know what that I have to is say? That's sickening. Get wrecked, Yankees. Get <laughs> wrecked. It sucks like, to suck, good, don't it? Yeah, it, yeah, sucks, it sucks, sucks get
1: get to suck, wrecked. don't it? You won't have any sympathy. Buy all, buy all these
3: players. Yeah. Right, right, your right,
1: right. Joey Gallo.
3: Congratulations. It's, it sucks to
1: suck. And Anthony Rizzo. And they're still in fourth. And it's funny because the last time I paid attention to the Yankees, they had just swept the Red Sox. They were, they were like creeping up on that first place. In the AL East, and I guess in the last month or so, shit just went down. Well, they're
3: they're still in the mix for the wild card because the wild card is going to be one of the Red Sox, two of the Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Yankees. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a three-team mashup all in like two games of each other. Right, right, right. All
2: right, we'll move on to number three.
1: The number of losses Pat Mahomes has when his team scores thirty-five plus points. To put that in perspective, Tom Brady is ninety-two and zero in his career that's when ridiculous. his team scores thirty-five plus points.
2: Ridiculous. That's
1: that's nuts. I, it it only makes a shred of sense to me is because when you're going up above thirty-five, that means both teams are going tip for tally. Yeah. Like we are in an absolute and shootout. You're scoring thirty-five plus because you have to, and like just unluckily, it's so, like how they lost so to the Aaron Rodgers is forty-two and
3: two. Peyton Manning sixty-three and three. Um, Mahomes fifteen and three, yeah. so it's just like weird so out bad of the, luck yeah. in these high-scoring games. Out compared of those to other great quarterbacks,
2: Brady's. We are in a different era of football now. More points are being scored. I think you can probably pull, you know, twenty games out of Brady, but that still right, right. makes him seventy-two and zero. So yeah,
1: that, that, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's
2: ridiculous. That's to me. nuts.
1: I, I mean, know. Pat Mahomes has never worked with an all, you know, all world defense, right? So if another team is putting up, you know, thirty-five on him, he, you know, he's in a track race. Yep.
0: yep. Uh, let's go number two. The number of seasons it took for Cody Bellinger to go from being an MVP to having a negative 1.7 war. His MVP season in 2019, he batted 305, 45 homers, and had an OPS of uh,
2: 1035,
0: 1,035. 1035. And uh, this year, he is batting 159, 9 home runs. And has an OPS of 529, Shaky baby. Hey, you know what's really weird? Like, I'm not going to claim to be like the big. I kind of tune in and out of baseball as, yeah, so as the that. headlines come and go. Throughout the years, it seems like this is like a curse of like all Dodgers outfielders. You have Yaziel Puig, who was similar. Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson probably wasn't MVP level, but he was very good. Craw- you even go Carl back. Crawford. Go all, you how go, they out, call, call all right? the way back to guys like Matt Kemp. Mm-hmm. You have guys like Andre Ethier. Like it's just like that's kind He's of how it goes. Guys. I don't think was ever
3: that that good. But
1: like, no, but but he had an, he had a, enough. He had an All Star season, enough. and like this isn't because of injury. Like I know, I know he sustained that Last injury. Year
3: he was bad too. He only bad two
1: right, right, right. Like I, I, I don't think this is because of injury yet. I don't know what we're probably seeing. probably PEDs. But. To be honest, like I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's baseball, man.
2: All right, we'll go to number one.
1: There were, number one, there were zero coaches, zero coaches challenges in week two of the NFL season. That's the first time, number one, the first time this happened. Since coaches challenges were implemented, is is that a, like a testament to the refs without no, it being a testament to the refs? No? Weird
2: anomaly.
3: That's it? Weird anomaly. And, you know, challenges yeah, cool, are also though.
1: situational. So there are some calls that are controversial that happened in the last two minutes that get reviewed. Right. Some are turnovers. Some are scores that get reviewed anyway. You don't have
2: to throw a challenge flag. It's not even a bye week, though. I mean, like. So there's actually more games being played. It's re- it really is bizarre. Time.
1: We're not giving any. Right. We're not giving any well, any any credit the, to the refs at more all. More things no. are
3: being reviewed <laughs> like ten years ago, scoring plays you had to challenge
2: on if you wanted. That's to what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah a, a lot of that goes That's in. the thing about watching sports. You never give credit to the refs. That's true. <laughs> there's, there's, there's only negative. Yeah, they've, all, they've
1: missed something. We If don't go they did the it take. right, that's
2: their job. They're yeah. supposed to. That's the only true. time
3: we like the refs is when the replacement refs are even worse. Yes, that's the only time to have. Yeah,
1: It's one of those positions, one of those jobs where we only know your name if you're bad yeah. or if you're infamous for something. Yeah. Like it's, if, if you're a good ref, I never hear you. I never know your name. Cause
2: it's like a could, pitch runner.
1: Yeah, yeah, never I supposed think. to know. Never supposed to know your name. All right, we're almost out of time for this episode of Straight Facts. We can get some shots up at the buzzer. Who's got a shot for me? Put up ben Simmons,
2: you're a baby. Oh, oh, oh wait. wait,
1: that was actually gonna be my shot. We, 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 just, we, we just, we just, we just talk about that. Y- y'all want to talk about Ben
0: Simmons? Y'all... We have to keep it on the rails, though. This could easily go
3: off the rails. Mm-hmm. We just keep it on the rails. Why? I want to see y'all go off the I, rails I, easily. Ben Simmons is. I. It's R- Rich Paul is who I have my. Well, I think. Well, yo, Rich a, Paul is behind a, the scenes
1: pulling
2: strings right now. Don't take Tyrese Maxey away from us. Don't pull him into this. I told styles.
1: him once he, he do not be a fan
3: of Adele because Rich Paul's dating her. Yeah. Mm. Um, That's so random.
1: First of all, first of all, That's before that. Paul, oh.
3: <laughs> it is a I will ball. say,
0: like, something to keep an eye on with Ben Simmons. First of all, like, I, I don't even have to go into, like, we've talked about it on this podcast so many times. Like, when you talk about mentally weak individuals. There it is. Like, ben, <laughs> ben Simmons should be, like, the poster boy for that whole, like, grouping of people, whoever you think is weak-minded, that you compare him to Ben Simmons. You should look to Minnesota. Just fired their GM. Uh, They had allegedly not been willing to part with D'Angelo Russell or Anthony Edwards in any Ben Simmons trade. This is complete speculation on my end. But could we see maybe Ben go
1: to Minnesota now? They wouldn't if, give
0: if if us they, Edwards. They, they fire Rosa not, not if you
1: keep asking for, you know, D'Angelo, Russell, Cat, and four Future no, First. No, like, that. I'd like, ask be that. for crazy things. it be
0: Russell and Picks. That'd be it.
1: And let me tell you what. There would be no place
0: if I could choose any place on earth to send Ben Simpson. Detroit. You Toronto. said you sent him to, to Minnesota War, before Detroit? Toronto.
2: Get him out of the country.
1: Honestly,
0: <laughs>
3: Minnesota. And I crazy. No, no, Min- he's confident. He's <laughs> not
1: confident.
2: He can't yeah. have a big
0: city. I want him somewhere that the lights go off at nine and they don't come on until nine a.m. the next day. Mm. And that is cold Minnesota. Mr. LA boy. Oh, you like your lakes. Why don't you go? You like you want to be a laker so bad. Go ahead over there with all the lakes. To the Great Lakes. Yeah, to yeah. <laughs> the, the Great Lakes. Land, land of
3: the 1, Thousand Minnesota. Lakes. Yeah. Or ten thousand lakes.
1: My my goodness. Here's here's what I'll say. This is one of the rare occasions where it is one hundred percent on the player, and in my eyes, zero percent on the organization slash fan base. And this is Philadelphia we're talking about. there have a lot of situations where it's been on the fan base and the organization, right? So this is this is one of the rare like cases where I look at Ben Simmons. Philly couldn't have done more for you. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't have been more understanding. Couldn't have been more patient. Couldn't have been more uh, motivated. number
3: one overall draft picks got to play with Joel Embiid? Yeah, uh, you uh, a yeah. uh, number one overall draft pick? Carlton Towns got Wiggins.
1: Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that, that's that's who you get. So like, they couldn't have been more understanding. I mean, we we got guys at the playoff games, like like, come on, you got this, man. Like like, giving motivational speeches during games. So like, you couldn't have done more for Ben Simmons. Couldn't have been more patient with him. Couldn't have been more understanding.
0: He's regressed in, like, assist percentage. He's regressed in PER, in, in uh, win shares per 48. Like, I was having this conversation with our guy, Matt B. Like, Ben Simmons has become, a uh, in terms of offensively, a worse player every single year that he's been in the yeah. league.
1: I mean, he's put all the, the, the focus into his defense. And, like, what, what sometimes bites Doc Rivers in the butt sometimes being a player's coach is he – I think emphasize that Brett Brown for all the things he didn't do. I give Brett Brown credit for holding Ben Simmons accountable of the one thing you need to get better in. And I'm going to tell everybody, I'm not just going to tell you I'm going to sit up there in a press conference and say, I need Ben Simmons to shoot threes more. That's what you want out of me that, that, that you're asking. I want Ben Simmons to shoot doc went into the locker room and said, I don't care if you don't shoot the ball, be an all world defender and create opportunities for your teammates. So 15 points and 15 assists. That's, that's what Ben is shooting for. And I think, you know, Doc thinks that's where he's gonna get the most out of Ben Simmons. That's where you wanna focus on and allow Joel Embiid to just focus on offense. We might get an MVP season out of him. And you don't realize how bad it is until it comes to a screeching halt at the end. But like I, I just I've never seen a player have the complete trust and and you know motivation and support behind a city and just be unwilling to work on baby. literally the one the one facet of his game.
2: Yeah, it's a baby. down. We'll see what happens. But that was a long shot clock for the shot. That was buzzer. <laughs> that was buzzer. I had to get it off.
1: I thought that long was clock. wrong. Yeah, everyone wrong. wrong. Everyone I was yeah. going to say. you honest
3: at the free throw. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Is
1: a- absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's all. <laughs> that's all we have for this episode of Straight Facts. It was a good one. Thanks again to my guys, Jake Kelly, Carl Sirik, and Sam Matt Robinson. For the crew, I am James Jackson. He's been a been the Straight up. Let's oh, sorry.
2: Just Only one shot at the buzzer. Oh,